Welcome to episode 14 of Viper Recruit Spotlight, coming at you on a Friday at noon. Of course, we do record this on Thursday. By the time this happens, I'll have finally seen uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Good, good Thursday coming up for me. Uh, how about you guys? Let's start with Jackson. Jackson, how you doing today, man? Doing good. Uh, getting to go out to Conroe High School and uh, Willis High School today to check out some of the talent they've got there. But other than that, it's been a good week so far. Will, how about you, my man? How are you doing today? Yeah, pretty good. Coming up on my uh, my last week of, of high school, so that's exciting. And then looks like Jackson and I are ready to hit the road next week and uh, for the next couple weeks until all of school ends. Well, man, that is exciting. Last week of high school before you do that transition um, slowly to Nebraska. Well, let, let's talk about some of that. You know, you talk about you hitting the road. Let's talk about some of this recruiting news going on this week. Uh, Will, I'll turn it back over to you. What do you have for us this week? Yeah, to be honest, it's been pretty quiet this week. There hasn't been all that much going on. Uh, I was able to talk to a quarterback uh, from the KD district. Not going to give out any names right now, uh, but he is planning on transferring uh, into a 5A school. Hopefully next week we have some more details on that. Uh, but that'll be some pretty big news in, in terms of, of not only that KD district, um, but that Richmond Foster district as well. I'm not saying that's the school he's going to, uh, but definitely in that district. Um, Devin Sanchez, who we talked about a couple weeks ago from North Shore, class 2025, picked up some huge offers. He got Michigan and Tulsa on the same day. Uh, I believe he got Washington State just a little bit before we started recording. Uh, this guy is going to blow up. I said it last week. He will be one of, if not the top defensive back in the nation uh, this time next year. Jackson, how about you? What what news do you have for us from uh, from around the state? Well, the news I got is just the how deep Klein Forest is. Uh, Jelani Watkins, who we brought up last week, picked up Michigan and Miami yesterday. And then Parker Jenkins, the four-star running back from Klein Forest, picked up Miami and then Florida later in the day. Uh, it's good to see that a program like Klein Forest, who's kind of rebuilt their culture, rebuilt everything about themselves, and who's primed for a big year next season. They've got a lot of talent. So it was good to see those two get those offers uh, and raise their stock up in this class of 2023, class of 2024 rankings. Kind of talking about, um, you know, some of these, um, you know, recruits and, and getting recruited. I do have a question for you. I'm sure we may expound on this in the coming months, but, you know, 7 on 7 is coming up. In y'all's opinion, you know, you know, someone that's probably in the game, you know, obviously more than me, uh, you know, does it does seven on seven? Is it really beneficial for recruits or as far as getting recruited? Um, I, I do see some head nods. Yes. But Will, I'll start with you. Go ahead and, and, and kind of delve into that question for me. Absolutely. I mean, you can look at this from several different standpoints in every single way. It's good for the player. First of all, it's not contact. Um, so these guys aren't risking injury for the most part. Of course, there's there's sometimes where you just see freak accidents, uh, but this gives guys you know an opportunity to mesh with their teammates uh, more. You know, expand on what they did in, in spring practice. Uh, so that's a plus. And from Jackson and I's standpoint, you get to see them without a helmet on. You get to see these guys up and close, uh, take their pictures. You know, really get a good evaluation from it. Uh, it I think it's more beneficial than clubs sometimes. Uh, just because you're working with those coaches, uh, you, you get to go on the road with those guys. Uh, it's it's much more of a competitive uh, feel because there's 
all these are tournaments. You're leading up to that state tournament in late June. Uh, so I really think that that a team seven on seven uh, is is one of the best things, uh, best ways to stay involved, and uh, one of the best things that a coaches can do in the off season. Jackson, what say you? I think it's beneficial in all ways. I mean, there are college coaches, there are recruiting guys at these seven on, or especially at the state tournament that in late June. It helps guys get noticed, whether you're in pads or not. You can tell who the dudes are and who the, who they aren't. Um, I think it's helpful for young quarterbacks who might be going up to varsity next year, might be the guy next year, to gel with some of these other players. You saw that this year with maybe Matoyer gelling well with Ben Ferguson and some of the other weapons the Woodlands had this year. So I believe 7-on-7 seven seven is definitely very beneficial to all these athletes, and it just gives them more exposure, gives them a chance for recruiting guys like us and also college coaches to see what they can do in the open field, see what they can do in one-on-one situations. Very good points indeed. Um, before we head on to our interview for the week, I want to give you guys a chance to jump in with any last thoughts about and just anything recruiting-wise. Uh, um, Jackson, let's uh, start with you. Any Anything else before we move to our interview? Yeah, I think a kid that uh, everyone needs to be out on the look on the lookout for is Andrew Marsh from Katie Jordan. I've gotten to know him pretty well over the past couple of weeks. He's a class of 2025 wide receiver. While everyone else is talking about Quan Far Quan Jr. and rightfully so, this kid down in Katie at one of the newer schools in Katie is going to be one of the top wide receivers in the state uh, and be out on the lookout for this kid. Well, how about you? Any, any last things you want to add? Yeah, I want to talk about a kid that Jackson will see uh, before this actually airs, and, and someone that I'll see next week over at New Caney, C.J. Blocker, uh, got his first Power 5 offer, uh, and that's from my future school, University of Nebraska. Uh, so looking forward to seeing him. Jackson, uh, I hope you uh, let him know that I'm on, on my way. All right, guys. Well, that means it is time to jump to our interview. Of course, this week, Jackson's going to be talking to a Tascacita defensive back, Braylon Conley. Ja- uh, Jackson, go ahead and kind of just let us know who this man is, before we jump to the interview. Braylon Conley, class of 2024. He's a, he's a rising DB uh, in the class of 2024. Played for a Tascacita last year. Was a first-team all-district selection in a district that had defensive backs like North Shore's defensive backs, Devin Sanchez, Javian Anderson, uh, Jacoby Davis, Denver Harris. And this kid was able to get a first-team all-district selection. He's a long, lengthy defender, can make uh, high-point plays on the ball, can, has the speed to cover an open space. Uh, really exciting athlete and very excited for this interview. Me as well. When you told me this one was happening, I was like, oh man, can't wait to hear it. So with that being said, let's jump to your interview with Braylon Conley right now. Thanks guys. Today our interview is with class of 2024 defensive back from Atascacita High School, Braylon Conley. Braylon, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. It's a pleasure to have you. I've gotten the chance to kind of see you at some seven-on-seven tournaments, got the chance to see you play North Shore in the playoffs last year. Uh, let's go back to last season. Uh, you're, mm-hmm. you're a young sophomore on a team that has a lot of senior leaders. What was it like for you being kind of the young kid, getting to learn from these other players while also uh, balling out? Uh, it was a great It was a great experience. It didn't, all, it didn't all start off like that. I had to get used to it and, you know what I'm saying, like get with the team, become a family with the team. But – they took me in as one of them, so it was easy after that. It was a great season. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I saw you you got an interception against North Shore, who after that game went on to win state. I mean, you played in a tough district. You were first team all district selection with these other DBs, like guys at North Shore, like Denver Harris, Jacoby Davis. You were selected as a first team all district selection. What what does that mean to you to know like hey, there are some other dudes in here, but I came in as a sophomore and was able to get a first-team all-district selection. That was – it was pretty surprising, but it was just another confidence booster. I always, I always believed in my talent, but that just – it was another confidence booster. So you've been offered by UTSA and Arkansas so far. Um, Arkansas, obviously, a big SEC offer. Uh, what was it like getting those calls from those schools uh, letting, them, letting you know that they're taking the chance on you, giving you an, giving you an offer? Uh, Arkansas being my first offer from the SEC school, that call was crazy. Like, I did not expect that at all. Uh, I was super excited. Then the UTSA call, that got me even more excited. The conversation that led up to it and everything, it was just a great experience. I loved it. Yeah, man. I mean, those are two uh, – everyone, like, likes to look down at UTSA, but, I mean, they balled out last year. They had a lot of guys drafted this year. Um, going back to kind of – if you football and you've been playing seven on seven, you play on the same team as Maurice Williams Jr., who's the top safety in the country. You play with Zion Brown, your quarterback at Atascacita. You play with Hawkins Polly. What's it like getting to play on a club team with all these dudes who are going to be going D1? Uh, it was a great experience. I was new to the team. This is my first year playing with me and me, but um, being, being around other guys and becoming a family with those guys, it was a great experience. So, yeah, everybody everybody just made everybody else better practice. Yeah, man, I mean, I coming out and watching y'all at that camp, I could tell that all of y'all were gelled together. Y'all have all worked against each other, which helped y'all be able to work against top talent in the country. Now, now that 707 is over and you're kind of in the off-season period, what are maybe some things that you're going to be doing to up your game for your junior year and also maybe some camps or some schools that you're going to be going on unofficial visits to? Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of training, a lot of, I got to make sure I stay on top of my DB stuff. But then on top of that, I'm trying to get faster and stronger, trying to gain more weight, all of that. And then as far as camps go and unofficial visits, I got Arkansas, Florida State, Northwestern, Alabama, Ole Miss, U of H. TCU and Ohio State. I mean, hey, those are some those are some big name programs, man. A, a lot of those schools you just named have had a lot of DB success in the in the and uh, or a lot of success in college football in general and even in the pros. Now, now that you kind of have taken a year, you've gotten your some offers and you've gotten your first year of varsity experience. What was the best atmosphere? or game that you went to uh, at a college or even just a visit that you went on where you were just left like, wow, this place is, this place is pretty cool. Um, Texas a &M. Okay. That, those fans are crazy. Like in the, like all the chance that they have and they're all mm -hmm. in sync that they practice, that, that experience is crazy. Yeah, man, as an Aggie, as a former uh, Aggie graduate, uh, I can say that A&M is like no other place, but uh I guess going with that, what was your dream school growing up? What was that school that if you could go play for them when you were a kid, that, that was the biggest dream for you? My dream school was always Oregon. Okay. Ever since I started playing football, it was always Oregon. Those jerseys, man. Those jerseys are just – You got every kid. 
Oh, for sure. I had a yeah. little brother who's a big Morgan fan only because of And him. I was a big that team with um Marcus Mariota and DeAnthony Thomas. I was a big fan of that team. That team was different, man. Definitely a different. Yeah. Team. So kind of getting away from football, uh, what do you like to do outside of football, whether it be like hanging out with friends, going to movies, what is it for you that you like to do? Uh I just always try to remain a kid. Of course I work out, but I always try to remain a kid and stay with, hang out with my friends, you know, stay interacting with them when I have time to. Yeah, man, I think that's important. A lot of a lot of recruits, you get into the groove of, oh, I'm always on the phone with the coach, or oh, I'm always trying to go to a camp or trying to do a workout and stuff. It's important to stay a kid. Um, as you're going to your junior year, what, what are some goals you have for yourself? Uh, I got to get first team audition again. Uh, my stats got to be better. I, I, I'm expecting a great season this year, like uh, like a blowout season this year. Yeah, man, I, I'm expecting good things for you and the Atascocita football and team in general. You'll have a lot of talent there right now, especially in your class alone. Uh, yes, what – now that – we're going to switch it up and kind of talk about college here. Now that NIL has kind of become such a big thing in college football – what is one brand that, if you could represent them in the future, that you'd want to represent? Like, as far as, like, Nike and Jordan? Anything, yeah. Uh, probably Nike. Okay. I feel like they got the best Nike connections and stuff. Okay, yeah, I guess that's pretty true. I'm hoping that Nike and Under Armour kind of take what Adidas did this year with Adidas is paint is creating NIL deals with all their schools that have Adidas contracts. So it's kind of cool. And hopefully Nike gets to do the same thing. Uh, now to kind of close it out, obviously you've become the guy uh, in the defensive secondary for Atascocita. You started picking up momentum in your recruitment. Uh, what are maybe some things that you want to be able to do whenever you leave Atascocita? Uh, I want to make sure that the classes under us like know how to get stuff done when we leave. I want to make sure they know how to keep the tradition going that we have at Atascocita. And as far as me, I want to make sure I make an impact on whatever school I go to when I get there. Yeah, man, I think that's important more than anything else. And uh, wherever you end up going in two years, I'm sure it'll be big news. And hopefully we're, we get to be a part of it because uh, as you know, like we Vibe here, we love to be involved with y'all. And it's been special to kind of see your journey and how you've been uh, moving through this process over the past couple of months. Um, but we're going to close it out here, man. And just thank you, Braylon, for coming on the show. We really appreciate you coming on. It was a pleasure having you on and good luck next season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, Jackson, thanks again for, uh, for getting that interview for us. Uh, a great interview, uh, from both of you as always, y'all always come in clutch with these interviews and, uh, and, uh, love to hear them every time. That being said, it is time to move on to our last segment of the show. That is our under the radar segment where we take a look at athletes we consider under the radar for one reason or another, right? These could be just recruit or, you know, recruits that aren't getting recruited for whatever reason, or maybe their megastars just not getting those, you know, as many power five offers as we thought they should be. So one reason or another, they're under the radar. Jackson, I'll start with you this week. Who is your under the radar athlete? So my under-the-radar athlete this week is another guy from Fury 7-on-7, uh, Jeremiah Jones, safety from spring, 
class of 2023. He's got a 3.0 GPA. He's a guy I've been able to see in the seven-on-seven circuit, is a tall, physical safety, can put his hands on you, but also has the speed to keep with you in coverage, uh, has great ball skills, uh, was a key piece of Springs defense last year. Also a special relationship with Corey Huff Jr., who was at who's committed to Baylor, who's at Nimitz. Uh, really cool relationship there. And also this kid is just a baller. He's a kid who I expect to start picking up more offers. Got an offer from Grambling State about two weeks ago. But as he heads to the TCU and SMU mega camps and starts heading, hitting these other camps, I expect him to start picking up some more Power 5 offers as this season goes along. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget how good Springs defense was last year, you know, because of how good Springs offense was. And, and he was definitely one of the reasons why their defense was so good. Well, let's turn it over to you now. Who is your under-the-radar athlete for this week? I'm going with Peyton Greer this week out of Clear Falls High School. He was the newcomer of the year uh, as a sophomore and a very talented uh, district 24-6A. I mean, you talk about the skill position players in that district. Uh, the list goes on of guys that are headed to the next level or will be in a couple years. Uh, they put this guy at a couple different spots last year, had him at slot, but mainly in the backfield. He's not the biggest guy on the field by far, uh, but he, the way he just rustles through that that front line is is incredible. He's got a lot of speed. Uh Great student, 4.7 GPA, uh, and rightfully so. He's getting some some looks from some Power 5 schools. Uh, looking forward to see what Peyton Greer can do uh, as Team 7-on-7 seven seven rolls upon us as, as well as the camp schedule. I did not have a under the radar this week. Uh, I've been busy getting ready for our – we are hosting the uh, the girls Texas High School Girls Lacrosse Championships this weekend uh, over at St. Michael's where we'll be live streaming it. So – if you want to be watching lacrosse championships, we'll be live streaming that. So I've been busy with that. So I haven't had a lot of time to do a lot of other things. But that being said, if you or someone you know you want to be on this show as our under-the-radar athlete of a week, send us a DM, send us an email, let us know, and we will cover that athlete um, on our show. And that is going to be it for our show today. As always, I'd like to leave the show with some shout-outs. So, Will, who are you shouting at today? A shout-out to all the coaches that I've been able to talk to. Uh, over the last few days trying to set up when, when me and Jackson can head over to their school. Uh, and shout out to you guys. Another another great show. 14 down. 14 down and more, many, many more to go. Jackson, who are you shouting out? I want to shout out uh, you guys first. Another great show. Glad to be a part of this. Uh, but I want to shout out my cousin. Today is actually his birthday, so when this airs, it'll be yesterday. But happy birthday, Will. And uh, also good luck to my brother Harrison as he and the Woodlands High School baseball team uh, go to the first round of the playoffs starting when this airs on Friday. And and who will they be playing, Jackson? They will be playing Benjamin Davis from Aldine. Uh, in Humble, game start at 7 and then noon on Saturday. Perfect. Well, good luck to them. Shout out you guys as always coming in clutch with all your great recruit, uh, recruiting reporting. I mean, going out there covering covering these these um, you know camps and whatnot. Couldn't couldn't do the show without you guys. So definitely appreciative of that. And uh, you know, shout out to all the nerds out there. I mean, we got this the season finale of Moon Knight yet yesterday. Well, we record on Thursday, so yesterday. Doctor Strange Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness comes out tonight. I'll be there seeing it. And of course, yesterday. May May fourth, May the fourth, we got that new Obi Wan trailer. I know Jackson, you're a Star Wars fan, so I'm sure you watched that. But with that being said, that is going to be our show for today. As always, thanks for tuning in every Friday at noon for our Vibe Recruit Spotlight Show. 
Until next time, I'm Wack, that's Jackson and Will, and we'll see you at the games.